0: What's going on, guys? This is Eric. you listen to The Brush Up. We're run you through the headlines of news, sports, and media. So we're going to run episode two the normal way. We're going to go through good news, U.S. world news, sports, and then uh, celebrity news and the fun fact of the week. So let's get into episode two. Good news. NFL is giving away free Super Bowl tickets to 7,500 healthcare workers. Each of these healthcare workers must be vaccinated, but I think at this point, About 99% of healthcare workers already are vaccinated because I think they're in the first tier of the vaccination process. Don't take that 99% as actual data or fact, but I think most of them are. But the majority of these healthcare workers are coming from the Tampa and Central Florida area as Tampa Bay is hosting the Super Bowl. And in addition to just being selected from the Tampa and Central Florida area, all 32 NFL teams will also be selecting – healthcare workers from their surrounding area to attend the Super Bowl. So I think this is great that we're bringing healthcare workers from around the nation uh, to the Super Bowl. for them to have this experience. I also read that the NFL is partnering with TikTok and these healthcare workers get like a pre-Super Bowl performance from artists like Miley Cyrus. So it sounds like they're getting some great treatments. It's going to be pretty cool for them. Uh, But besides these 7,500 healthcare workers, there'll be an additional 14,500 fans in attendance. So there are not going to be a ton of people at the Super Bowl, but a large portion will be basically healthcare workers that won this experience. So I think that's awesome. Uh, next up in the good news and kind of following the rest of the way through the good news is something you wouldn't really normally see here, uh, but I think it deserved to be here this week. It's actually about COVID and the coronavirus. So COVID rates have been decreasing quickly in the United States. Uh, the infection rate has Cut by one third since January 12th. Hospitalization rates are falling in 36 states, which this is awesome to me. One example is just California, where they reported a 20% decrease in hospitalizations. And yeah, it's just great to hear that kind of everything we've been doing to fight COVID, wearing the mask, getting the vaccine, stuff like that, is now finally coming into effect. And you can see it in the data and statistics. Uh, but something that's coming out of COVID that I find kind of, I wouldn't say surprising, but I think it's pretty cool is that the coronavirus is leading to an 18% increase in students applying for medical school. So normally the medical schools see about a 2 to 3% increase every year, but apparently because of, well, it seems like because of coronavirus, there's an 18% increase. So it seems like in, was it, eight years, I think, to get your medical degree, we'll have a much larger number of doctors and nurses coming out of this. So I think that's great, and that's pretty cool to hear. Next piece, uh... Good news is that India and New Zealand are purchasing vaccines, COVID vaccines, for neighboring countries that can't afford them. These are countries like Nepal, Myanmar, Bangladesh, and more. So I think it's really cool that India and New Zealand are actually going out of their way and spending their country's money and their country's funds to purchase vaccines for other countries. So it kind of just shows that we're a global community and we're not just all our individualized countries. So I think that's a great thing that they're doing. And it does make sense from a safety standpoint for those countries as well. Uh, you don't want people coming in and out of your country that aren't vaccinated when your entire country is vaccinated. So I do get the strategic capability and the strategic reasoning there, but I also just think it's a great thing that they're purchasing these things for those countries. Next thing in the good news is pretty funny. I read it and I, I laughed a little bit. So apparently at a vaccination drive through clinic, they were having problems with the computer. Uh, computers were down and the lines were backing up for registration and stuff like that. So what they actually ended up doing was calling in a Chick-fil-A manager to try to get it to go through faster because if you've ever been to Chick-fil-A, you know they get you through that drive through You're in, you're out. So they brought in this Chick-fil-A manager to try to help them speed up the process and make everything go a little bit more smoothly. So apparently this manager cut the line down from one hour to actually only 15 minutes so that's pretty cool that Chick-fil-A is coming in clutch for the coronavirus when they need them. And the final piece of good news uh, is that these healthcare workers were stuck in a snowstorm with COVID vaccines. Apparently they were traveling back to their home base after a, deal, a day of dealing out COVID vaccines at a specific location. They had six vaccines left within their vehicle and they weren't in the frozen uh, incubation, I guess, that they were supposed to be or frozen storage that they were supposed to be so they only have a six hour shelf life on their outside of this uh freezing apparently. So the vaccines were gonna go to waste in this traffic jam, but rather than letting them go to waste, they gave out the vaccines to people that were in the cars around them. So apparently the healthcare workers knocked on car windows, went door to door, like, hey you wanna get vaccinated? And six lucky people did get vaccinated. And one person actually did, was supposed to get vaccinated that day, but missed her appointment because of this snowstorm and she was unable to receive it luckily these co- these uh healthcare workers were there with the covid vaccine now to give it to her uh and just if people want to like maybe that wasn't the safest thing to do there actually was an ambulance on site as well uh, and it was on standby just in case any of these six people did have an allergic reaction to receiving the vaccine at the time so i think that's just a great thing it's pretty funny to hear like yeah we can't let them go to waste we might as well go give them out if we can so good to hear now we move on to the U.S. and world news. Uh, Korea, uh, some sort of research facility in Korea, came out with a new prostate exam or they're coming out with a new prostate exam. They used a artificial intelligence to study urine samples and learn uh, deeper and more in depth kind of what settings and what different things show that somebody has some prostate issues. So the screening apparently is conclusive almost to up to 100% accuracy. This is across 76 different tests that they did. And the test only takes 20 minutes. And this is a huge improvement because current prostate exams are apparently super inaccurate and they can lead to a misdiagnosis rate of almost as high as 80%. And if the misdiagnosis rate is 80%, that means that if they're getting treated, then on top of that, you're being treated for something that you don't actually have. So if this new process can figure out a way to uh, spot prostate problems more accurately and with more confidence, especially just in 20 minutes, that's a huge leap. So we'll have to look forward or look to see if hospitals and, I guess, healthcare workers start using this uh, new prostate exam in the next few years. Next piece of U.S. and world news that probably everybody's already heard about was that Robinhood shut down purchasing of select stocks. These stocks are ones like GameStop and AMC. So what happened was uh, on Reddit, there were some posts about people should start buying GameStop, AMC, all these, and they said this because these stocks were extremely shorted by hedge funds. So then the the stocks just boomed by random people mass purchasing these. And hedge funds actually got to the point where they lost over $20 billion as of last Friday because of their position shorting the stock. Uh, but then Robinhood went on to suspend purchasing but allowed owners to sell up their shares only. And the stock price quickly decreased after this because you have to assume that if you can only sell and not purchase, what do you think is going to happen? Of course you're going to crash the stock. So it went down to, it was $71 today, and that's down from $483 at its peak. And I think this is in the wrong, I don't think you just get a stock to the point where you can only sell it. I feel like you have to do where you freeze it. Um, Freezes have been done in the past. This just seems, it seems a little fishy to me, and there has been a lot of talk about has Robinhood been influenced by outside hedge funds because these hedge funds were losing so much money. And why would they do this for any other reason? But I guess kind of in Robinhood's defense, I'm not saying that I'm defending them in any way, but co-CEO Vlad Tenev explained to Elon Musk in the online chat room why these choices were made. And apparently Robinhood has to pay security deposits to the National Securities Clearing Corporation for the trading that occurs on their platform. And they received a request for $3 billion in backup trades after this boom in GameStop and ANC and all those. This is 10 times what Robinhood normally receives in inquiries from the National Securities Clearing Corporation. So Robinhood didn't have the funds to pay us at the time. They had to raise the money from their investors and apparently they said that they couldn't afford for this boom to continue. So that's the reason that they shut down the purchasing and that was not from influence of outside hedge funds. But like I said, I don't think you can just stop purchasing and you can only allow people to sell because literally the only way that the stock can't go down is if Everybody holds on and not a one person gets skittish and starts selling. Because once one person starts selling, that thing is just going to keep tanking, keep tanking. And now you get to the point where we are, where it's gone down from that $483 mark, like I said. But because of all these, uh, Robinhood is fe- facing some legal, uh, uh, they'll be having a legal hearing. They'll have to participate in the House of Financial Services Committee hearing. There will be representatives from the SEC. And this will occur on February 18th. I do think what they did is highly illegal. It seems like they're manipulating the market. I mean, if of course they are manipulating the market in my mind, they're forcing a specific stock to tank. But I we're gonna have to see. I I hope there's legal action taken. Uh, and if yeah, I hope people do end up in jail. I don't think that this is something that can happen because this is one time where the people started winning. You know, uh, these. Just random people went on their phones, invested some money in the stock, and all of a sudden these hedge funds started losing to these people, and now they tanked it uh, with only being allowed to sell. These people lost out on the money that they invested in, but now the hedge funds probably are coming true on their shorts. They're making their money on their shorts now since it's tanking. So I don't know. It seems highly illegal. We'll have to see. If they are cleared with this, then I think – any trading app, any uh, platform like that is going to have kind of the ability to manipulate the markets in the way they want to. If they want a stock to fail or a stock to tank, they'll just say, you can't purchase this anymore. You can only sell it. And, of course, it's going to go down. So we'll have to see where that goes. Uh, next piece, U.S. news. Biden administration is about to deploy 1,000 troops to assist in COVID vaccinations. So the Biden administration wants to vaccinate people faster. But as of right now... 35.2 million people have been vaccinated with the first dose uh, within the United States, and then with an additional additional 6.9 million having received the second dose. But the Biden administration's goal is to reach 450,000 new vaccinations a day. I think that's great. Uh, one thing I think that they're going to run into is that people aren't going to be willing to get the vaccination, so we'll have to see, but they kind of do have a strategy to try to convince people uh the Biden administration is actually using the Super Bowl as a launching platform to try to get people more interested in getting the vaccine so president Biden has recorded a video thanking healthcare workers that will air before the Super Bowl uh, but then the administration has teamed up with the Super Bowl or uh, signed a contract with the Super Bowl to persuade people to receive the vaccine Apparently, the message is targeted to appeal to African-American, Latino, and white, non-mask-wearing communities in particular. Like I said, the White House has a contract with the NFL and brands involved, actually, with the Super Bowl to integrate pro-mask and pro-vaccine messaging. So don't be surprised if in commercials you see a lot of people wearing masks or they add a little something at the end. We'll have to see what happens. I mean, it's a great way to get your message out. It's a largely watched... uh, game and yeah i think it's it's good tactics to get out there we'll have to see how it's taken i think some people hate it some people like it some people probably say you're bringing politics into sports so we'll have to see what happens um next piece of news this one was just kind of wild so i included it um i didn't really this was still going on but a former secretary of a nazi concentration camp is being charged with aiding and abetting murder for over ten thousand counts The lady remains unnamed, uh, but she's being tried actually as a child because at the time of a crime, she was a minor. She was the stenographer and secretary of the camp commander at the time. So I I don't even know what's the purpose of, I mean, I guess I understand why they're trying as a child because she was a child then. But I don't think being tried as a child is going to save you from anything when you're facing 10,000 plus counts of murder. So we'll have to see. I didn't really realize that these kind of trials were still going on. I don't know if it was something like she was in hiding and finally I found out who she actually was. But looking into it, there was actually a guard at a concentration camp that was just tried. Um, So we'll have to see where that goes. I mean, she's either going to get like infinite years in prison or if Germany does do some sort of death penalty thing like that, I... 100% 100% could see her getting that. Let's see what happens though. 10,000 counts of murder. <laughs> and then final piece of US and world news. I, was, I don't know. I thought this was kind of funny. Uh, a heifer <laughs> set the world record for the highest sale price at auction. Uh, this heifer was sold for 360,000, over 360,000 dollars. Sorry, over 360,000 dollars. So who knew? Either buy a Lamborghini or a heifer. But I guess this heifer will probably make its money pretty easy with uh, doing what it does through its lifetime. I uh, right, we're going to move on to sports now. NBA. The NBA is now having an all-star game. Originally, NBA said that they were not going to have an all-star game this season. as going to be time off for the players as they had a shorter offseason due to COVID and the shifts of the scheduling. So players are supposed to get March 5th through March 10th, I believe is the exact dates, off as a kind of mid-season time to recoup. But apparently now the NBA is going back, and they're actually going to have their all-star game. Uh, LeBron James, he came out and said something. He said it's like a slap to the face. That's a quote. Oh, yeah, slap to the face. Sorry, I want to make sure I get the quotation right. Slap to the face in the news of that there will be an all-star game. Currently, Durant and LeBron are the leading in the first round voting. So... I don't know. I don't know what the purpose of the game is, especially if they told their players, or the NBA told the players that they weren't going to have the game. Maybe the NBA is not making the money they thought they were going to through the season, which is TV viewership since there's no in-person attendance. Uh, I think it had to come down to a money thing. I don't know why else they would do it, especially if they promised players time off. So I'd love to hear your thoughts about this. Uh, please let me know if you think the NBA is in the wrong, if they're in the right. Uh, I don't know. It's weird. I guess all it comes down to the player contract agreements i don't know what an nba contract agreement looks like but if it says that the nba calls saying there's a game you got to go to the game that's what it is i guess but now moving on to the nfl we got the super bowl coming up this sunday 5 30 p.m central standard time uh, just a little bit of injury update going into the super bowl both sammy watkins from kansas city and antonio brown from tampa bay are questionable though watkins is optimistic he can suit up Sunday, though he's been out since week 16 with a calf injury. He was able to do limited practice both Wednesday and Thursday, and obviously wants to be on the field to play. It's biggest game of the year, biggest game in football possible. Uh, and, of course, both team want, teams want the best players that they can get on the field to give their best possible chance of winning. Uh, but I guess we'll have to see with if these players are questionable. Maybe they're not playing at 100% so they won't put in the game. Like I said, it's a coach's decision or a club's decision to put the best possible team on the field that they can and get their team in line to hopefully win a Super Bowl. But yeah, not a lot of sports news this week as uh, we had a gap week in football. And uh, I don't want to talk about basketball yet. I think I'm going to do where I talk about the major sport going on at the time. So right now, like I said, with football and the Super Bowl coming up, but then we'll transition into the NBA I am struggling a little bit with the NBA because there's so many games that go on week to week that I don't really know how to talk about scores. And I think I'm just going to end up doing big games, big news. Uh, At least till the postseason where bigger things go on. Uh, Yeah, well, I'll figure it out. We're learning this thing as we go. (laughs) But moving on into celebrity news, most of you probably saw this uh, on the internet. But little Uzi Vert, little lil 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 Uzi Vert, got a diamond implanted in his head. Uh, it was apparently a ten-carat pink diamond, but I did say see other internet sources saying it was a twelve-carat pink diamond. So no matter what, it was a big rock he had implanted in his head. And the internet was saying that it was valued at twenty-four million dollars. But I couldn't find anywhere there was like a jeweler. Uh, Confirm this number it might have just been some internet person like wanting to get clicks so he's tossed it out there he or she's tossed it out there but yeah we'll go with it. it's worth 24 million right now and he got it implanted right in the center of his forehead so if you guys seen a marvel movie with vision in it where he's got the you know, the soul stone is anything i got one of the infinity stones in his uh it looks exactly like that but actually bigger so i think he's just trying to be a marvel character he's already preparing for halloween next year But a lot of expert piercers on the internet were uh, saying that they weren't optimistic about the chance of healing. They thought there would be a lot of problems because when you implant something to hold up a rock that big, uh, it's very hard to do. And something like this actually happened. Lil Lil Uzi posted a picture of blood running down his face while saying he had to get it removed or he would die. Like, seriously, he would die. He then took that picture down and said... He was good later. So he's still got the rock in his head. Um, yeah, we'll have to see what it looks like when it fully heals. I did see a video of him, like, moving it. Apparently it kind of moves around right now till it fully heals. Um, yeah, let me know what you guys think about that kind of fashion statement. I mean, maybe we're moving into the point where in society we start implanting stuff like that. I, I don't know. I couldn't imagine it. Maybe I'll just get, like, a... Aluminum arm sleeve or something. I don't know. I look like the Winter Soldier. Then, then little Uzi and I can go Halloween together. Maybe the Avengers. <laughs> All right, that's gonna wrap up celebrity news. Now moving on to fact of the week. Uh, this is kind of cool. I never actually heard about this. Never learned about this. Uh, but some dolphins and whales have small bones in their bodies that indicate that their ancestors actually walked on land. This transition from land to water occurred apparently about 50 million years ago. And scientists say that the ancestors of dolphins and whales looked similar to small deer. So, deer are dolphins. (laughs) Not actually. Not exactly. Um, Yeah, the transition from land to water is shown in fossils and confirmed by fossils, many of which are found near India. So, apparently... Yeah, dolphins and whales used to be walking on land, and then they just said, we don't like this life up here, we're going to go in the ocean. I mean, maybe humans will get to that point. Uh, Yeah, but uh, now the closest living relatives, actually, to dolphins and whales are hippos. So, land dwelling, but spend a lot of time in the water. So, yeah, that was just a cool thing that I saw on the internet. Thought I'd give you guys a little bit of background into whales and dolphins being land animals actually. <laughs> but yeah, that's going to wrap up episode 2. I hope you guys enjoyed. I hope you're back for episode 3. I'm still looking for feedback. Anybody that hears this, please give me feedback. I haven't been getting a lot. Um I know people probably don't want to. I totally understand. But it would definitely help. I've been trying to bring a little more energy this week to the podcast. It is tough since I don't have a co-host or anybody to bounce off of, but I did hear that energy is something I do need to bring more of. So, thank you guys for listening. And I look forward to seeing you in the next episode.